Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast. We take it beyond the barbell. I'm your host, Mo Dingo, and with me is... Oh my God, you forgot it. Bromer Simpson. What's up, man? <laughs> uh, dole. Dole. That's what it was. I, was. I couldn't fucking remember it. Yeah. Longest running yeah. television show? It's crazy, It's, it's t- not even cartoon. It's the longest running television show. You know what the craziest thing is? Is how many predictions I know. That they I was just have. about to say that. Oh, the future. So what you call it? Yeah, wasn't uh, President Trump? Wasn't he one of the yeah. things? Yeah, I mean, but there's it's, been a couple been sports been, things too, right? All yeah, all these uh, the Simpsons prophecies. I'm, yeah, bro's pulling them. I up. got the hiccups, but bro had some spicy scrimps, and now he's got some hiccup issues. So hopefully that'll resolve itself here shortly. I'm not really sure why I was allowed to watch that show, show like when I was younger. Cause how, how old were you? You probably in elementary school because I was. Yeah, I know I was, I was in high school. I was young. We didn't have cable, so that was like one of the late night shows that I could uh, could watch before bed. But uh-huh. I don't know why I was allowed because like I wasn't allowed to well, watch you, MTV or anything. Well, your parents or, like, probably Roseanne. just saw. Oh, it's a cartoon. Yeah, maybe. So uh, Donald Trump presidency. Uh huh. Um, Mm. Disney buys 20th Century Fox. And then uh, the what you call it? Smart watches. The, Wasn't there a UFO the one or something? Autocorrect. The, uh, the, conflict in the, the, the conflict in the Gulf, I think, was one of them, too. Uh, um, stealing cooking grease for cash. What? Oh, that is. story. Biofuel fuel or something. FIFA's corruption, corruption scandal and World Cup results. Really? Dang. I didn't know about uh, that one. The Beatles sending belated fan mail. Um, Siegfried and Roy Tiger Attack. Oh, video chats. Huh. U.S. wins gold and curling. <laughs> we just talked. Or, yeah. Well, in the future, we yeah. might be talking about that. Yeah. Um, and then oh. Lady Gaga Super Bowl performance. Really? Yeah, flying in. That's pretty crazy, dude. It goes on and on. Maybe hmm. she did it because of that. No, nah, no, that's not how this works. No. Oh. Just let it happen. Okay. Ebola outbreak. I mean, it's pretty crazy. But anyways, yeah. What's up, guys? What's up, Jenna? Hey. Do you have some people we need to recognize? Yeah, I do. The people that help keep this uh, whole machine rolling? We got a new person. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. We do have a new person. Yeah, we do. Um, okay. So first off, that new person, Meg Mayhem. Yeah, yeah. What up, Meg? What? what? No. No, it's got to yeah. be, it has to be it. something German. Oh. Why? Because Why can't I make it up? I make the rules. In my mind, she's German. German, yeah. Well, even, da, even, das Boot. Even, no, even Bro thought das she was Boot. German when they first started. Uh, Look, I'm going to do this. I'm dropping do it. This. Go ahead. We're going to get. We're going to redo, mate. Go ahead. Right now. Oh. Wait. Yeah, I guess we can. We can edit this. Hold on. <laughs> Meg Mayhem. Das Boot. Is that what you want me to say? That's. Uh, it's average at best. I just feel hey, weird. Hey, that. Rick, can you teach us how to play the accordion so we can do some like oompa music? <laughs> yeah. You play everything else, brother. So, yeah, help us out with that. Ryan Burgai. Lavana. <laughs> um, well, I forget what I should do for her. Lavana. Uh, Lizzo. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why men great till they gotta be great. <laughs> hopefully, um, hopefully we don't get a strike from uh, Apple on that. <laughs> what, Lizzo? Yeah, because I mean, like, I don't even cause you like, sound so much like her. I do. She's basically my spirit animal. <laughs> like, for real, though. Okay. And then Jerry Richardi. What should I do for him? Pew, 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 pew. There's your 50 cal, bro. 
<laughs> Is that what he wanted? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jamie Metcalf. Deck the halls with bells of holly. La 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 la. La 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 la. Isn't it vows? Huh? Deck the halls, halls with vows of holly? What did I say? I think it's bells. Ba- bales. Bells. Bell- <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Tim Carlton. Wow. You got to tell me what you want, bro. <laughs> um, Gareth Crowther. <laughs> a didgeridoo. That sounds nothing like a didgeridoo. That is not a didgeridoo. No. No, it's. There you go. <laughs> but when you think but, of didgeridoo, you just think of. No, and it's no. decked the halls with boughs of holly. Oh, no. sorry. Okay. And uh, Brody. Yeah, uh, yeah, Brody. What do you want? Brody gets a. What Jaws. The Jaws theme song. Dun, dun. That's the Pink Panther, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna just do his own. Numbers. No, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> much better. That is much better. so much better. That's one of the good ones. And last but not least, who we got? Rick Terry. <laughs> Always bringing it home for Rick Terry. I just feel more confident when I sing it. <laughs> well, you've been saying it the longest. Let's be honest. Okay. True, true. But uh, yeah, Gareth got that box, and uh, his daughter. I, I put uh, snacks that you couldn't get outside of the United States. Yeah, I saw in that. There. That was cool. And uh, his daughter really dug the Oreos. She um, crinkled or she crumbled them up and put them on top of ice cream. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Heck yeah. I'd never hey, done you know, that before. Yeah, you have. You had a blizzard. Oh, okay. I guess you're right. They're making blizzards. They don't even know they're making blizzards. <laughs> but blizzards are like creamier. Did, did they put like extra cream in there to make them all thick? Did, did you work at Dairy Queen too? No. Did they make shakes at uh, Tim Hortons? I would. Um. Yeah, Thank we made. God like, they didn't. Not like ice cream, but it was like smoothies. It was basically like sugar syrup. Jenna, <laughs> Jenna would have been sugar like that guy on Seven. I mean, frappuccinos oh, or whatever. The, is this, uh, the sloth guy. A uh, glutton. A uh, gluttony. Yeah, yeah. she'd have been the glutton guy if they had shakes at Tim Hortons. Who sent me the picture of a sloth? Like a real sloth, or. Uh yeah, somebody sent me like it was no, it was a big sloth animal from Coles. Who was it? Like a stuffed animal? <laughs> <laughs> Who sent you the picture? I forget. <laughs> you know this person? I've had a brain fart. It means I've eaten too much sugar. I think. <laughs> so you, someone sent you something you don't know who it was. It wasn't. No, they sent me a picture of it, but <laughs> I you, forget what it was. Why are you trying to whisper to me? Oh, it was Jess McRae. Oh, okay. Sorry, Jess. Sorry, Jess. Sorry, girl. What Anyways, was, it was, was a big sloth animal. and then Like so, a stuffed animal? Yeah, and so like my mom was at Kohl's, and I was on the phone with her, and I was like, hey, do they have one of those big sloth stuffed animal things? And she's like, yeah, it's like $600 or something. Or like, like some stupid amount. It was like a life-size sloth. What does it do? It's just a na- stuffed animal. For 600 bucks? Yeah. I don't... It was like... It was in the hundreds. Like, it was really expensive. I say, dude, you could buy like a, a, a Lico bar. Yeah. yeah, I could buy a real one. <laughs> a real sloth. You can buy a real sloth. <laughs> but I think a... I'm like changing maybe one of my favorite animals now. Because like sloths were at the top, but now that I saw that koala bear in Australia. That died? Yeah. And the fires. I literally cried watching that video. Yeah, I, I, that... I, I actually hit up Gareth because I think that's kind of like towards his area. He, area. Said it, he said it happens every year. But I guess it's, so it's, it's a little bit more prevalent than it has been in the past. So three fifty nine. Yeah, please be safe. Three fifty nine. 
What? Three hundred and fifty nine dollars for wow. a for a stuffed animal? Yes, it's life size. Why don't you buy that for the show? <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah, it'll be our new mascot. Okay, it will sit in your chair. I'll bring in the well. My da- my daughter it. doesn't listen to the show, but I bought her a big a stuffed T Rex or Everyone, a raptor. Everyone donate so that we can buy a sloth. And then when I drove home, I had its head sticking out the window. <laughs> People were like honking at like me what and stuff. In the world? You were on YouTube probably too. Just like you're going to beef with your balloons. Whatever. Balloons. What balloons? <laughs> okay. This week's episode, uh, bro was listening to another podcast, which believe which it or not, I, we do on occasion. Which I, I hardly ever do. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't. Well, I drive a lot, so I listen to a lot of I shows. I drive here yeah. and there, but like, I don't know. I'm usually doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I was on my hunting trip going down there, it's a longer drive. I started listening to these this guy in Navy SEAL. Mm-hmm. The reason I like this one, this guy. It, do you remember who? What, which one it was? was um, it Yako? No, it's not. It's nothing like it's a it's a big one. Um, but uh, I like what really caught my attention on this one in particular was um, Mike Mike Ridlin. He's a Navy SEAL. Um, he trains dogs. He's a dog handler okay. for the SEALs, and he trains government or you know. High level three dogs. letter three letter dogs, yeah. <laughs> and uh what I really loved about this, he's so prepared. Like unlike us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, like um he literally does a lot of research and like he really not that we don't know what we're talking about, but like he his notes are really extensive and what I like is if we go down, if we go down, oh geez, if we go down a different direction and kind of how they do, he'll pick up on that and then he'll go ask really pointed questions, not just like, hey, let's just go down this rabbit hole. But mm-hmm. um, they say a lot of cool stuff on there and I, I really enjoy it. And so this kind of came up and I was like, man, that, he actually just made this comment. I was like, that'd be a cool, cool podcast. So the topic is purpose and efficiency. Do you remember the comment that he made? Nope. You just, you just those two words kind of sparked your interest? It was saying, you know, purpose and efficiency is something. I don't know. Really, it just kind of, I'm like, eh, you know what? We'll do a podcast on that. It really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote it down. And I figured if it sucked, Mo and Jenna would say, hey, that's fucking stupid. So let's not use it. But now, I looking, s- looking at bro's notes, though, we have some interesting things here. And I think it, uh, for some people that might, otherwise not fully understand the what and the why behind what they're doing on a daily basis or within their training reg- regime. Yep. Uh, this could perhaps shed some light on where you're going or maybe where you want to go or where you need to go versus where you want to go. Yeah, I was writing the show notes and I really had no freaking clue what was uh, we we're going to talk about. I wrote the definitions and kind of just steamrolled off that and Hand him to Mo. He couldn't read him, so I had to read him to him. He's getting old. I'm getting old. Yeah. Uh, but no, here's what it is. All right. So we're going to start off with the definition of purpose, and purpose is uh, the reason for which something is done. Uh, pretty straightforward. Uh, we drink water to stay hydrated. Yep. Jenna sits down so she doesn't pass out. <laughs> <laughs> That was really uncomfortable. Yeah, thanks for making it awkward. <laughs> um, and then next to the definition of efficiency, and the state or quality 
of being efficient. I hate when the definition gives the same gives word the, as definition, the definition. Yeah, like I'm asking. I'm asking you what this is. <laughs> Don't use the word. I'm asking you what the word is. So I think uh, efficiency, uh, kind of like the the mode definition was being able to do something um, without being wasteful. That's a much better definition than what that shit. Yeah, was. whether it be um, being efficient with your time with work, or being efficient in a workout, or when you start getting into the macro of a workout being uh, appropriate with your technique to minimize wasted yep. energy, motion, yeah. blah, 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 insert whatever. Absolutely. The less muscles that you use, the more efficient you become because your body requires less, less energy. energy. Yeah. Okay. So talk to us about how this relates to CrossFit. Well, the biggest way is efficient. You always hear this, be efficient in your movement. Well, what does that mean? What you're Co- telling us? What does that mean, Coach? Yeah, right. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. I know it's on the back of your T-shirt, but what does it mean? Um, you know, as far as CrossFit, I would say when you say that to someone, you can't just be like, "Hey, Mo, be efficient with your movement," and you, they're like, "I'm like, okay, got it." And yeah. they do broad. The same, do the same thing. What? It's broad. Very broad. Yeah. Right. And uh, but how can we talk about efficiency? Okay, hey, on this on this power clean, you're shooting your knees forward and your elbows aren't going through, okay? And you're standing up. I need you to get your butt back so your elbows shoot through. We're catching our shoulders because if not, the forearms will blow apart, right? Mm-hmm. So if our elbows are vertical on the catch because our knees are forward, okay, we're going to start blowing our grip apart. Or, hey, let's sink that hook grip in on these hang cleans, right, to save our grip. Save your grip. Because we're going to need it. And we're at the, at the top position. We're going to release it on the way down. We're going to re-engage your hook grip. That's going to make you efficient because let's say we have hang cleans and pull-ups. Well, if I go that, my grip shot going into the pull-ups. Mm. Once I get back to the cleans because it's an AMRAP, I'm not going to be able to hang on to that barbell, right? Okay. I don't care but how. It, but, it, but it hurts. Okay. We'll sink it in a little bit deeper. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm giving them something. Hey, let's make sure the hook grip stays on because a lot of times people have a hook grip at the top position. And they lose it. it. Yeah. They lose it. And they don't get back into it. So the, the hook grip is for one for rep. For one rep. But we got 15 hang power cleans. Let's say it's a high cycle rate, 115.75. Mm-hmm. We're trying to fire through those bad boys, right? And if you do not re-grip the top and let the hook grip go and like give yourself that half a second of a pause and let that blood flow in there, by the time you get into round number mm-hmm. three, you're not going to be holding on to 15 unbroken, okay? And then every other movement that requires Even though grip, you could otherwise, but you can't hold on to the bar. Yeah, because your, your grip is shot. So... The efficiency in that will be, hey, let's, we talked about this at the whiteboard. Uh, let's go ahead and make sure we regrip at the top mm-hmm. or let, let our grip go and we're going to regrip on the way down. On the way back down. Absolutely. So you all always say it. We do at the top of a snatch, power snatch. Hey, make sure we're on the, when we're up, we're mm-hmm. going to regrip on the way down. But every time we go up, we're going to release that grip on the lockout position. Yeah, for me, I always have to remember to do the spirit fingers because I, I had a bad habit of maintaining that hook grip the whole time mm-hmm. and just blowing it out. And sometimes why I don't like the spirit finger thing is because people will still maintain a hook grip, but they'll put their three fingers out. <laughs> Give me the fucking okay sign. <laughs> not release the thumb. They're not releasing the thumb. Because I think if they release that thumb, it's going to collapse it's on them. Bar's gonna you like... literally can release the full hand at the top position uh-huh. because it's sitting in the center of the palm. And that's what you need to do is release that on the way back down, sink that hook grip back in, and it's going to save you because efficiency will 
in the long run, when my grip's blown and Jenna's still cruising through because she's regripping at the top, mm-hmm. then she's going to or pass me on that portion of the workout. It, and, and when you're talking about that specifically, it just takes a lot of practice what? with the coordination piece. I think I only let go of my pointer finger and my thumb. Hmm? You know, you regrip. And then I you loosen. No, nah, you regrip. I, oh, I do? Yeah. When I yell at I you. I like trying to think of it. You don't. It, it's so quick. It is. It's so quick. It's I just you do. Never, we just oh, had them. Oh. Yeah. You, yeah, I know. Yeah. I just okay. Go. But anyways, that would be one example. Instead of saying, "Hey, be more efficient," mm-hmm. you got to tell them, like, why, why, yeah. and how, and what. <laughs> because if I don't know what I'm doing wrong, how can I stop doing that wrong thing? Right. And let's let's go this direction. Let's say you are just starting and you've never practiced regripping. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go to the bar. You're doing the okay sign. Because you're scared. You're terrified. Yeah. So what do we that do? That bar is going to fly in the air and kill somebody if I if I let my thumb go. Yeah, as long as it's not you, it's okay. And, um, <laughs> but that's when we say, hey, today we have a high soccer rate and the power snatch. Make sure we practice that regripping at the top. If you've never regripped before, now's the time Today's to learn to work it because it. we want to get better today so we can apply it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Same with the dumbbell snatch. When we do dumbbell snatch, when we exchange, we do, we do not allow people to go hand-to-hand. We make them drop it mm-hmm. into the next hand, mm-hmm. okay? And then the exchange is in their face. We don't allow them exchange on the ground mm-hmm. because what happens is our butt shoots so high um, and we're in an awkward position on that pool. That's when your lower back gets smoked, so it gets right? Yep. So we have the top position. We go palm to palm. We drop it into the next hand. That carries us down. Keep the chest up, touch, and go. If you do, if you suck at your exchange and you're fumbling with your hands, we're not we're saying we got to practice that. Say palm to palm, drop it in there, touch and go back up. So we're usually people struggle with that is when we go heavier, 70-50 on the dumbbell snatch, mm-hmm. then that exchange is a lot harder because it's pulling a more, that a lot more abrupt. It's pulling that chest to the ground, so you have to really maintain a really good fixed position. Okay, so one of the things you wrote here when we're talking about how this relates to CrossFit is. Um, Muscle up. So what's the purpose of a muscle up? To look cool. That's it right there. It's a skill that was taken from the world of gymnastics because mm-hmm. that's where Glossman comes from. And as CrossFitters, we have a habit of taking specific things it's the from mo- other sport. It's the most, it's the sexiest looking movement that it looks easy. And, and then until you grab the rings and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> let's see here. Because somebody can grab what, a barbell and push it overhead. Yeah. What kind of witchcraft did they use <laughs> to, to, to make that happen? Yeah. So you kind of see it. You <clears> see <throat> the independent like things and people make it really look easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, oh, I can do that. All right. Well, go ahead and fucking do it. Yeah. Do 30 of those as fast as you can. Nah, just give me one. <laughs> and where's your phone so I can record this? And um, so muscle ups. Yeah. I think it looks sexy. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants a muscle up. Uh, I think girls... Like, want the first pull-up. Guys want the first muscle-up right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the purpose of that particular movement versus, let's say, a, a clean, what, how, would you, how would you quantify that? Which do you do more? In, in life? I would say. Or, in, or in, even in, in the gym. Okay, yeah, yeah, cleans. Cleans. For sure. So, when I look at something, muscle-up is sexy. It looks cool. And yes, there's a point in time where you, you should have them. If you're, we want, you never sell yourself short, but where we're going with this is the muscle up is on that pedestal and we want to grab it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But 
we have so much more that we can work on and like our clean technique, right? Let's say we're, we're shooting our knees forward, not getting our butt back. Let's say we're not getting, driving the elbows, catching on a nice shelf. Mm. Let's say our hands are in, um, in too close. We got that T-Rex grip going on at the top because mm. our hands are, our fingers are underneath the, bar, are underneath the barbell, pinned between the, our fingers are pinned between the barbell and our shoulders. The hands should be clearly outside the shoulders, right? Mm. Let's work on something that we do almost on a definitely weekly basis. We do muscle-ups. Every higher week. rate of occurrence. Absolutely. Right? We do muscle-ups every week in here. Mm-hmm. But how many people have ring muscle-ups in our gym? Mm-hmm. Not everybody. How many people have cleans in our gym? Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how, how will this improve your overall fitness or will it, uh, going back to the muscle-up? Yeah. Well, muscle, does it, has a muscle-up improved your fitness, Jenna? Yes. How? Uh, I feel fitter doing it. Okay. So it's, doing a muscle up has improved. I think it's your more or- of a skill. Right. So has it improved your overall fitness or my overall That was the question. Fitness can is improved because I can do it. Okay. Mo. If I can do a muscle up, I think it's because of it's result of the fact that I have worked on smaller pieces or a larger piece of that puzzle, the pyramid, the base of the pyramid. Okay. I've obviously had to gain some level of mastery with those skills in order to form that muscle up. But I think that muscle up is a combination of smaller skills that will probably be more useful. Okay. So that one counter both of you. Have you ever seen someone come in first week of CrossFit, get a muscle up? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Okay. They were gymnasts though. <laughs> okay. I'm talking non-gymnasts, just, oh. just an athlete. Oh, no. no. I have. So that person first week of CrossFit comes in. Um, actually I think, uh, big four CrossFit, they posted not too long ago. Guy works, uh, very started CrossFit not too long ago, comes mm-hmm. in and gets his first muscle up lighter weight guy. Not, not very heavy. Thrust to weight ratio is pretty good. Yep. Yeah. And so let me ask you this, since it, you think that you improved your overall fitness to get that, but this guy gets it in his first week, but he has a nine minute Fran. So now I, what? I don't think there's a benefit to be. I think there's a greater benefit to be more efficient in cleans than muscle up. Okay. So my point here is just because you need a muscle up does not improve your overall fitness. That just means you conquered a skill, something you set out to achieve. Mm-hmm. But if I can cycle a barbell, right, and I can do 10 unbroken and go into the next movement, right, well, when I, when I need to do 15 or 20, can I do it? Like if I have 15 power cleans or 15 hang power cleans, can I achieve that? Well, maybe you can't. Maybe you've, you've hit a threshold. Mm-hmm. So your fitness is going to suffer in the fact of I've got to break the sets now, right? Let's mm-hmm. go with me and Jenna. Hang power clean for me and Jenna. She's going to beat me on, let's go, um, 185-130. Hang power cleans, and we have to get to 20. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt in my mind she could do 20 unbroken. Mm-hmm where I'm not doing 20 at 185. And just for reference, the weight disparity is 70%. 70%. Because that's what we use in CrossFit. Even though females need to go like 80%. But we're not <laughs> going to get on that topic. So here's the thing. Her fitness by, because when, uh, when you first started out, could you power clean 131 time? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, do you remember, can you even remember when you were able to connect 130 power, uh, hang power cleans for the first hang? time? Yeah. 
I don't know, maybe like three years in. Okay. Two years in. Two or three, probably probably three years in. Okay. And then when were you able to start rapid fire rebounding those for a large set? Can you even remember that? Mm. I mean, it was well after that. I It took me, we were just talking about this the other day, like, somebody was like I I just it's so hard for me to rebound and I was like because I've been doing it for so long I don't even think about it I just do it and it's easy for me but like I remember learning to try to like hang power clean and like rebound and it was really hard like the coordination yes piece of it. and I I remember I would bruise the crap out of mm-hmm. my legs because I would just blast it into my femur mm-hmm. um but yeah it's like something that you don't really think about now you just do it but yeah i mean it took because me a while to develop that it took me ability. a while to learn how to do that and i like obviously rebounding is easier than like going back through the whole entire motion of a hang clean so hang my power. point is is that she first she didn't start off just cleaning 130 she didn't start off by hang power cleaning it for multiple reps mm-hmm. it's something she had to work towards now that she's worked towards that it improves her overall fitness because where i'm breaking up 20 She's doing them unbroken mm. or she's doing 15, five or 10, 10. Well, I might be able to do 10, but Lar- large sets. She's yeah. doing large sets, but she's not fatigued. When I'm doing 28 power cleans, 185, I'm pretty smoked. They're mm. not, not that easy for me. Mm. Uh, I'm not as, I mean, comparable to her or Kara, um, on, especially in that, in that size of weight for hang power, clean speed and fit and efficiency. So her overall fitness is improved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Muscle up had nothing to do with that. She can have a muscle up and she does, but that does not make her cleans better. She's definitely more efficient. So in my opinion, it improves her overall fitness more on a regular basis. So, um, does that make sense? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, no, because in that, and this comes to your next point, are muscle ups more important, uh, in terms of a movement pattern, uh, with the cleaner, a snatch. And that that's kind of the point you just made. So yeah. What's, what's more important having a muscle up or For, having better, for my fitness, yeah, movement. being able to do cleans, yeah, being more efficient in my movement patterns because it translates, I think, to a lot of other movements too, like deadlifting, snatching, like any barbell. The skill transfer is yeah. is more, I guess, for the common folk. Yeah, there, there, there's more of skill transfer with the clean than with the muscle up. Well, I, anyone, absolutely, because we just said it earlier. Everybody in our gym cleans. Not everybody in our gym has a, a ring muscle up. Okay. So if I'm going to compare the two, the ring muscle up, yes, it's cool to have, but what, what's more important, having, getting that ring muscle up and just selling out to get there, to get your first one that's mm-hmm. all fuck, fucked up, chicken wing, arm snapping off, mm-hmm. or, hey, look, I'd rather get better at my clean and snatch movement pattern, okay, and get more efficient in that, because I use it definitely more often. And what I see is, and what kind of, where this direction started going was I see people have a muscle up, but they have really shitty Olympic lifting. They have really shitty form. They their gymnastics are really lacking. They're real, like, um, they're sticky. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's not, there's nothing smooth about them on the rig. There's a lot of other things that they need to really focus on, mm-hmm. but they want the shiny little object, right? Mm-hmm. If they was to fix, uh, clean and snatch efficiency, efficiency on the gymnastics on like say butterfly pull-ups if we're talking about a, a higher level athlete mm-hmm. um if they fix their efficiency on squatting or deadlifting to where they're not blowing out their back they're mm-hmm. really using the glutes or they're on a squat they're not shooting the knees forward first and then the butt right they're 
because get out of quad dominant to hamstring glute dominant on the squats. Which one of them is going to make them more fit, mm-hmm. right? My my movement patterns or my muscle up. You said earlier you program muscle ups once a week. How yeah. often do you program cleans? Every week. I mean, like how many times a week versus once a muscle week. ups? Okay. Mm-hmm. We clean snatch muscle up every single week of some sort. It's it's ring or bar. Um. So you talked about the uh, the shiny object. So people want to do a muscle up. You know, it's kind of like the the shiny object, like you said. Uh, you come in, you see somebody like lofting themselves up in the air and some magical movement. You're like, wow, I want to be able to do that. But then that newer athlete comes in, just sees cleans, and doesn't really pay much attention to that because that's because that seems a new level. Like, I think that's what it like seemed like like you've reached a new level of fitness when you get to that like when point. that's what it feels like, like yeah or like even handstand walking for me because i didn't have that for a long time i was like damn that would what would be cool to be able to freaking walk on your hands mm-hmm. like it looks cool yeah <laughs> no she's right so what were you saying so you come in see the muscle up mm-hmm. and that's a want but then that same athlete will look at someone doing like cleaning you know, uh, cycling, you know, cleans and it, it, it doesn't have that same shiny allure like you were just talking mm-hmm. about as the muscle up. You know why? I don't know. That's a, well, why, why is that more, uh, maybe, and again, maybe because I come from the, you know, the gym rat side, like I would rather be able to clean more than do these high school gymnastics because for me, it's like I have greater use in life for an efficient clean or a heavier clean versus a gymnastics movement. But that's, that's me. My personal reason or thought is, is because not everybody's doing that. Okay. Right. And everybody else. Is doing you want to stratify yourself by being able to do this doing thing. A clean. I see everybody doing that, but why are only like four people doing that <laughs> on the rings? Why are all these other people doing that? Uh-huh. Okay. So you're like, Oh shit. Okay. Now, our human nature is like maybe a status. Well, I want to do that. Like a status thing almost. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, it could be. And you know how we are as humans. But yeah, I want to do that because only there's not hardly anybody doing that. Because yeah. I want to be the fifth person that can do everybody that. Everybody doing this, that must be really easy. <laughs> but that, I think, yeah, I think that's right too. That. I never not, looked at it that way. But everybody's yeah. doing that. Like, and they don't, and then they're not even looking at the fucking weight that women are moving, understanding that. They can even move it once, and they're cycling this barbell. Uh-huh. But they want that. They want that. They thing. want that thing okay. up there. Yeah, I, I guess I never looked at it from that perspective. And that's kind of where I'm going with it. It's a want compared to a need. Mm-hmm. We we want the like, thing that most can't do, but what we really need is, is this movement other pattern. thing. We need yeah. the movement patterns. We need to learn how to cycle a barbell. We need to learn how to be efficient in our movement because efficiency, right? Yeah, better movement patterns equal more efficient movement. Right, and then what's efficiency equal? Badassery. Faster times. Faster times. And what's faster times equal? You do more work in a shorter period of time. Which makes you what? Makes you more fit. Boom. So this is where all kind of trickles. Muscle up. Is this what I paid that $1,000 for in that class? To get retested by you? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I gave the damn notes. I never had that in school. I had shit written on my arm, bro. But if I was to go back in time, I'd do it on a Band-Aid. You gonna steal that shit, <laughs> Brody? Did you get in a fire? Did you get burnt because your whole leg is bandaged? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bad barbecue incident. And then Sorry. Next day, I'm like, 
I'm walking around in fucking shorts. shorts like, yeah. What happened to your leg? I thought you were burnt. Oh, I healed. Yeah. Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Wolverine status. I made it out of anti-titanium. So, uh, what versus need? <laughs> we want the muscle up. It's flashing. Not everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing the hang power clean. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Fucking hang power clean. The, the power clean is not as sexy as the muscle. I yeah. think it's sexy as shit when you're cycling through shit. But the lure... <laughs> The, oh. Yeah, as they're glowing, <laughs> fucking confetti. As, the, as they're pressing through the muscle. Every up, time yeah. they press out, confetti flies everywhere. <laughs> like you know, it's borderline fi- watching a unicorn walk around in front of you, <laughs> shitting gold. Like this. <laughs> Would you rather your hang pow- or your power clean or your full clean, whatever clean you want? Would you rather it go up by like fifty pounds mm-hmm. or not have a muscle up? Or like you have to trade one for the other? Oh, either Ooh, or. That's tough. <laughs> oh, for me, that's easy. I'd rather have the clean because gymnastics are just. But let's say you had the muscle. That's my. Oh, that's... If, oh if I had to give it up mm-hmm. for the muscle, for the clean. I think I would give that up. 50 pounds. That's a lot. Yeah. But it don't matter if the muscle up to first. <laughs> True. <laughs> so that's, that's where I'm kind of in. The, yes, that's a tough one because. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. I, let me answer this first one. <laughs> Shit. Rapid fire over here. Make me a I was going to name a, a percent or like a number. No, I want 375 clean. 400 pounds. I have a 375 clean. So. What's, a bi- what's a big clean amount? Like, for what's me? the most like, for a dude? For me, it's five. Big clean's like 135. For me, it's like 500, <laughs> 550. Okay, for real like, though. Like some Sam Dancer shit. Yeah, what is he clean, I wonder? <laughs> I think anything, 375 and above is pretty solid okay. for a dude. So, a 375 clean. Oh, uh, man. I I still have to have the muscle up because um, even though I may not be able to do a 375 clean, I can still do almost all the workouts that require a clean with whatever weight. With their, yeah. Right? So, yes. You're not going to see 375 as a prescribed no, weight to three, move it multiple times. 375 would be awesome to get underneath, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not for your joints. Oh, it'd be com- completely fine. It's the, Bye. Yeah, you'd be fine. But, um. But not having the muscle up, then now you're unable to complete something. So if I had to give one up, but mm-hmm. I'm in a different position than most. My movement patterns are efficient. My movement patterns are, I do spend a lot of time on that. And mm-hmm. I do, we do preach that and we do enforce that here. So when it comes to the one need, I think that's where we, that's, that's the issue I have with the, uh, this type of direction of the muscle up and compared to movement pattern. Um. What's the next? Okay, so you said, uh, yeah, if you're more efficient, uh, you're faster, you become more fit. And as a result of that, you can go harder, longer. You've talked about that multiple yeah. times. Well, you've you know, seen it, when right? We, when we talk about the difference between your, your, your good athletes at your gym and the elite athletes, like when you go to like, you know, like let's say regionals back in the day. He said the biggest difference that you've noticed, because you've had regional games level athletes here, the biggest thing with them, and I've also noticed it as well, is like they can just go harder for longer. You know, it's like it's ridiculous, like the amount of work that people at that level can do, because we all have like a point of reference within our respective gyms. But then you run across like one of these like games level athletes, mm-hmm. and you're just like, shit. I'll give you an example. We had a workout today, but it's not really today. Um, it's <laughs> it three rounds. Um, it was a burner. Twenty five kettlebell swings at seventy fifty three. 25 dumbbell short overhead for three rounds, 50, 35 on the dumbbell. Jenna was completely done at 
six minutes and 30 seconds. And some people were just starting their first kettlebell swing on their third round. Mm -hmm. Right. So that shows you the disparity, right? Efficient in movement. She's great at kettlebell swings, great at dumbbell shoulder overhead. If you're not efficient at the kettlebell swing, especially at the heavier load, Mm -hmm. it's going to take, you have to break it up, Mm -hmm. do more sets, take more rest. Dumbbell shoulder overhead. Maybe you don't have a good uh, pattern with the dumbbells you're pressing out in the Y instead of keeping them tight and close Mm -hmm. and pressing straight up, right? Or maybe you're not taking a wide enough stance. So efficiency, now she's obviously strong as well, but efficiency and movement, doesn't matter how strong you are. I've seen the strongest guys inefficient and then they get hammered in the ground. Yeah, there's only so much you can compensate with strength versus efficiency. Muscle muscle fatigue will crush any athlete. I don't Mm -hmm. care who it is. The strongest, the weakest. The person who has the most efficient, Rich Froning. I don't even think Matt Frazier's, he's a, I don't think he's as efficient as Froning ever was, personally. He, I think he's, he's very fit, mm. but efficiency, Rich Froning, we've seen it numerous times. He's got one gear, one, he, but he maintains that gear for forever. 15 minutes. Yep. Yeah. He will surpass those people that are using worse technique. But who, going faster. Yeah. Yes. They're, using less, they're less efficient in the mm-hmm. beginning. And in the end, it ki- it kills them because he has now maintained the same pace, mm-hmm. and he has a little bit of juice left in the tank when he needs to hit. When the he pedal. needs to drop the hammer, yeah, right. So that's where I've seen the. If you want to take on the highest level, one of the biggest ones that ever got me uh, to watch on the highest level was when they did the guys and girls, and they did the it was a thruster, I think, bar facing burpee. Sam Briggs was out in front the entire time beating all the guys, all the guys. And here's Rich just fucking cruising, just cruising, just cruising. <laughs> Sam Briggs, he's not even changing. He don't give a damn about yeah. Sam Briggs. They're just, he's just the cruising. Engine, yeah. And then he beats her mm-hmm. at the very end because she's Oh, that fatigued. was, it was like, a, it was alive. It was like Annie yep. and Rich. Yep, yep. And Sam. It was like champions. And there was a. Dan Bailey, maybe. Yeah. Or something. Or something I do like remember that. that. Yeah. And or they were all, yeah. they were all side by side. Yep. I do remember yep. that. And then you're like, at the beginning, you're like, damn, Rich is like, his ass Rich, Rich is like a bar behind. What yeah. the hell? Full, he was yeah. a full bar like, behind. You're like, man, fittest on earth. He's yeah. a bar behind. What the Bitch. hell? Is, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I, just, I do thrusters faster. Why are you pausing at the top, man? Pull that shit down. And here but, he is cruising. Yeah. But, the, but like you said, the cycle rate on that first bar was the same. It was always. probably slower than the cycle rate on the yeah, last bar. Right. And, and that's just something that um, Senior Rich just had the capacity to do during his time when, before he competed with teams. So take this. Um, you have two really fit people, Sam Briggs, known for her engine. Her engine, yeah. And you have Rich Froning, known for his engine and mm-hmm. also and I, overall, stre- overall fitness, strength. Yeah. He's really overall. And his tactics as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very strategic. Um, you give me someone who is a has an engine but are inefficient, and then you give me someone who does not have an engine but are efficient. efficient. It's a great race. Mm-hmm. It's like taking, you know, you got a heavy barbell, but you have a heavy, heavy, you have ring muscle ups. Okay. The person with the best muscle ups, who's weaker at the barbell. Okay. Then you got someone strong at the barbell, but weaker at the muscle up. Who wins the race? Well, it's usually a pretty good race, mm-hmm. right? Because people weaker are resting on the barbell, uh, stronger are resting on the muscle ups. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it kind of, it's very transverse. It's, it's like it balances out. One pulls uh, ahead, and then and the, the other, other one pulls catches ahead. Up, yeah. yeah, it's it's that back and forth. But you give me those athletes when you have equal skill level. Sam Briggs, CrossFit Rich, Games yeah. champion. Rich Froning, CrossFit Games champion. Who's more efficient? And you watched mm-hmm. the efficiency will win ninety nine percent of the time because jujitsu is the same way. Yeah, does not matter. 
if if you take me and Mo, same body weight, uh, same skill level, okay, then it's a, it's a great fight. Mm-hmm. We take Mo, who will weigh fifty pounds more. I have a higher skill level than his. I'm going to win the majority of the time. Yeah, right. I would. But, yeah, I agree. But if he's fifty pounds more and his skill level is greater is, than is, mine, is equivocal. Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, because that that weight. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. When when you're fighting, yeah, it's not greater than mine. If 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 he's if he's fifty pounds and we are equal in skill, yeah, he will be the me. person that has is that's heavier than you is probably going to win most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, efficiency is the stepchild of CrossFit. <laughs> Talk to me about that a little bit. <laughs> it, it, I mean, the muscle up says it all, man. It's like everybody wants that. Everybody wants that awesome child that's fucking the gold star athlete, and uh-huh. that's the muscle up. Everybody wants the the flashy, cool thing without doing the necessary shit beforehand. To get like, there. Right? Sorry, Steph. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. It's only your first fuck up. So, um, so yeah, I think that's where efficiency is the stepchild because uh, everybody wants the movement, but they don't want to work on the movement pattern, which they use on a daily basis. Remember that the CrossFit is about um, extending life being functionally fit, picking shit up when you're older, being able to stand up. Mm-hmm. You know, if you fucking fall, get up. Get if up. you're a loved one falls, you, you can, can pick, pick them, them up. up. Yeah. Uh, if you need to carry a child because they're injured and you're a female and you weigh 140 pounds and you have a, a, one of your kids who got daddy's genes and he's, you know, 215, mm-hmm. are you going to be able to move this person to safety? Yeah. It's just you and him in a fucking in the house on fire and he's out cold. What do you do? You're going to let him die or you're going to move his ass. Like mm. that's extreme. But if we're trying to be functionally fit, right? We're in a car accident. Uh, spouse is the male. He's, he's out cold cars on fire and you're, you're not, you're aware. Can you do something to get his ass out of that car? Functional fitness is something we use on a daily basis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the muscle up. Yeah, it's cool. But honestly, when the hell are we going to do that? I think it teaches eye-hand coordination, you know, body control. Perception, yeah. Yeah, um, but it just looks cool. But you give me someone who squats properly and has great movement patterns, that squat will, like Jenna said earlier, will transfer to so many more skills in life and in CrossFit mm-hmm. than the muscle-up. Um, why does the, the purpose often get confused with the want? Well, let's go back to that. I got one more. Oh, thing. go ahead. How many people do you see online that are practicing uh, muscle up progressions? You ever see it? Uh, have, you, have you seen it? I guess on the only time <laughs> I've ever media. seen something like that is when it's like a training type account. Yeah, like, like they're Wad yeah, like prep a or something. Yeah, or someone showing you the skill transfer, but like average athlete showing you the skill progression, like what it takes to get there. No. N- no. Okay. Uh, have you has have you seen people post that they're working on their muscle progression, and just not seeing a video? No, you never seen anybody talk about it. Mm-hmm. I have. Man, I'm not even on social media as much as you, you see. You I don't see people... see people ever doing any progression on the rings. No, just this. It could be bar or rings. You never seen people with the band not across. them failing. You ever seen uh, people put the band across the ring muscle up or the rings? And sit into them and practice the kip and turn over into that. I've seen that on like certain accounts, but not like an athlete. Mm, okay. Well, I have. I've never seen it like on a general person's, but Me I've either. seen it when someone's trying to say like, 
these are the tra- these are these are the skills you need to develop in order to perform yeah. X movement. Okay, so my point to that was, which you guys completely just shot the shit. <laughs> I've never seen anybody practicing their squat. No. Or uh, your your guys uh, was it mobility? What are those guys? You. Yeah, yeah, move you. Yeah, I love them. Fix your, fix <laughs> those, your shit. Yeah, those guys are awesome. Um, I mean, they give you cues that then they're hilarious and you remember them. Yeah. So I, my point is like we want to spend so little time on the things that will improve our efficiency and overall strength and movement. Because if I change my squat from a quad dominant to hamstring glute, in the end it may be or at first it's going to be weaker, but mm-hmm. in the end because you're underdeveloped, but in the end it's going to surpass anything you've ever done mm-hmm. with a quad dominant. But Large we don't, muscle group, but we don't yeah. want to practice that as much as we want to get our first muscle up. So that was kind of my point on oh, that. Oh, no, I totally hear what you're saying on that because – when I first started, it was like, oh, I want to do all these cool things. But then when I think it was Steph actually pulled me aside, he was like, work on three things, you know, work on the shit that's going to get you, you know, more, more result. Yep. And I mean, it's very simple conversation. I was like, well, I guess that makes sense. I don't need to worry about all these other five or six things that I wish I could do work on the things I can do and become more efficient at those things. And that will help. Like you said, Jenna, uh, with the skill transfer to all these other movements skills drills whatever mm-hmm. <clears throat> um okay now going back <laughs> sorry <laughs> he said um why do people often get the purpose confused with the need and that's just the the shiny object syndrome it, that you're talking about yeah I, mean, I think here's another thing i see that is probably an issue um me and jenna i'll be a female and um, we've been working on, uh, like, she gets them all sold before I do. Mm-hmm. Well, you best believe I want mine now. <laughs> so everything else goes to the side. I'm working every freaking thing I can think of. Lat strength, this, uh-huh. that, this, that. Because old there, Jenna got a muscle up. Before I did. Before I did. Mm-hmm. So that sometimes can derail people's training. Okay. okay. Let's not... It's, it's easy to get caught up in the moment. Yes, I love her, and I think what she did was great, but I fucking hate her at the same time because mm-hmm. <laughs> she got it before I did. Yeah. And if I got it before Jenna did, and I'm her friend, she's like, oh, that's so awesome, you motherfucker. <laughs> like, it's like not in a bad way, but you're jealous, and not, and not in a bad it's way competitive. either. Yeah. It's competitive, but yeah. it's sort of like, God, I wish that was me. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's going to push you to do something Maybe you want to get it more, so then you're like working a little bit harder, staying a little bit longer. And then let's fast forward. Let's work at uh, look at Jenna's handstand walks. Right, mm-hmm. she can now walk around objects. Yeah, I saw that the other day. That's pretty cool. But what would she have to do to do that? Well, she had to get a fire lit under her ass in the mm-hmm. middle of the CrossFit open. Bam! <laughs> Silence. Crickets. Instead of being prepared. And but, yeah. yes, and so, but she had to put time in. Uh-huh. She had to, she. Instead of doing maybe extra work, say maybe her fitness didn't get as improved, mm-hmm. but she's spending more time doing the handstand walks. Working on that skill. Yeah. So, yes, fitness can drop because we're not doing the extra work that she normally would do mm-hmm. in improving overall fitness, but she has sacrificed this to get that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you are an athlete on that level, you, have, you have to do that. You have to make trade-offs. You have to. There's a, there's a trade-off. But starting out, don't, don't think that, hey, let's skip the, the important shit, the movement patterns, things like that. 
to start doing, um, you know, pr- progressions on the rings for turning through. I, I, I despise seeing that where people sitting down the bands, laying back and mm-hmm. they're snapping up, turning through and then pressing. They can't even barely do a damn ring dip. Like mm-hmm. do the ring dip. Back first. it up. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get your strength, upper body strength. Okay. Let's think about, we don't start in a damn band and we don't start inverted. We got to get our hips that high. Mm-hmm. Hardest part yeah. of the muscle get, up is the kip. your hips up. It's yeah. the kip. You're yeah. taking the hardest thing away from it yeah, and giving them like a false sense of like, oh, I'm really going to get this. Put them on the rings. They don't even have a fucking swing. Mm-hmm. It's literally. It's that timing. In it's that, the timing yeah. disconnected. Like, Yeah, but even if you get on top of the rings, if you can't dip out of it. If you can't press not, out of it. Yeah. 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 So, but I, I'm like, I'm kind of like, I'm to the point where um, if someone's like that and it's like, Man, I don't even have a ring dip, but they might be close. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, to just you like get kind up of there, fly through it. Yeah. If you get up there, you'll get one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they're close. It's not someone like that's on a black band for ring dips. <laughs> they really have no shot. <laughs> like if you do get up there, you're literally not pressing out of it. You're just ripping your arms off. <laughs> yeah. So um, going back to a comment you just made. So if you have a like competitive level athlete and they sacrifice some time to try and work on that particular skill. You've said before when you're at that level, like those, your gains are like incremental versus like those beginner gains when you're gaining 50 pounds on your clean, you know, in six months, because well, either you have bad numbers or you're brand new, Mm -hmm. but when you're at that level, when you have numbers and you have some skill, it's where efficiency comes in. Okay. Yep. That's exactly where Jenna can do anything in CrossFit. Right. Now it's about her. Can you throw a softball? Mm. She's a soccer player, Mo. She has yeah. no idea what to do with her hands. She's like Ricky Bobby. I really don't. I'll try to, I get really what pumped if I make yeah. the trash for, can. For those of you that have no idea what I'm talking about, once upon a time in the CrossFit Games, they had a softball throw. And it really? Was, and it was, a tr- yeah. and it was atrocious. Yep. Unless you're a baseball player. Yeah. But, so now when you're, uh, one, once you get that and you, you conquer and all elements, now you have to be, get your efficiency. Mm-hmm. even tighter mm. okay every time i'm shooting my head through on the muscle up keep them elbows tucked mm-hmm. can't let them flare out because it's crushing my my dip because if your triceps are going on the ring dips okay and that's where you're fatiguing we gotta look why are you weak is your are your muscles uh tight and need treatment you start making those macro, out of position those yep. macro adjustments you know? yeah you're flaring your elbows out they're, they're flaring out till almost 90 you gotta suck them keep chicken them wings in yeah. keep them elbows into the rib cage when you're pulling through and keep that nice tight kip when you press out. Um, so as we talk about our friend, the muscle up and our friend, the clean Jenna, which do you feel is more important? Uh, well, probably the clean. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you know, we're not saying like you shouldn't learn how to do muscle ups, no. but, but if you're someone like me, who's a GPP or, and you have the choice to work on two different skills. This is just, you know, Mo's take on it is like, I would rather work on the clean because I'll probably be a lot. I'll, it, it, the probability of me becoming more efficient at cleans is higher than me becoming efficient at muscle ups. Cause that's just not my jam. You know, gymnastics aren't my thing. And, and but I still need to work on it. Yep. Exactly. You know, I can't just give up on it completely because that is part of the CrossFit continuum. You know, the, the gymnastic skills, and it's just not something I'm ever been exposed to until I started doing CrossFit about eight, eight oh shit, almost ten years ago. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but you know, if, if someone puts a gun to my head and tells me to pick which one I'm going to work on, I'm probably going to work on a clean. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's more use for in my life for a clean than a muscle up. And if you, if you become efficient in your cleans and you cycle barbell faster and I'll become fitter, yeah. you become fitter. And I might be a little bit lighter to where I can do some muscle ups for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, <laughs> for, a dude, for a dude, if I cut 10 pounds, I mean, that, that that's a game changer. Right? You really can t- even like five pounds. You can just feel a difference. It, then you improve your movement patterns on your clean. Now your percentage is going to go up. You're getting stronger as mm-hmm. well. So, because now you're actually getting the butt back, your, your feet are driving mm-hmm. down or out and down and instead of just going tip you know, toe to heel mm-hmm. shooting the knees forward. Like you, once you improve the footwork, the mechanics, you work on the movement pattern, the weight goes up, the weight goes up, you get stronger. Mm-hmm. You don't even care about damn muscle up. If you just touch and go in your one rep max power clean, that was three months ago. Mm-hmm. You're now hitting that for a for triple, triple yeah. on touch and go power clean, which was your fucking full clean. <laughs> and all you did was practice your footwork, getting your butt back yeah. and getting a better receiving position. And not doing that damn starfish shit. Starfish. The John Claude Van Damme SpongeBob starfish stuff that I see. And um, you're going so wide, your knees can't even go out anymore. With your feet in two different time zones. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. And um, <laughs> That's me on burpees. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that too. That's Sonny. Sonny's the same way. But I got those long femurs. Yeah. Shit. Get them tight hips. <laughs> that but, too. Yeah. Um, that's that's what I'm saying is now you're not even really worried about the muscle up because now you're like touching going like a, a pretty serious yeah, amount of weight. Some weight, yeah. And you can see that if you worked on clean or you worked on muscle up progression, which one are you going to see improve first? Oh, the, the, the clean, clean, yeah, for okay. sure. But like Mo said, don't give up on it. I think you should chase stuff, always work towards things, but let's not be stupid. There's There's a process for everything. And if you want the if you want the heavy gymnastics, lose some fucking weight. Yeah. It's that simple. For, for a dude, that's the easiest it's way. Guys to and girls Anybody, both. Yeah. yeah, guys yeah. and girls both. It's it's not a. I'm not talking smack. Gymnastics. Why the little fuckers always good at this, Mo? Because they have low thrust to weight ratios. <laughs> <laughs> they weigh 170 pounds. Yeah. And I weigh 240. Yeah. Why well, I don't know. Yeah. And they can clean 225. <laughs> yes. Even though you can out clean it by yeah. 50 pounds. The ratio. Yeah. yeah. You're 275 clean. That's cool when you move that weight. And she got to move that weight on the rig. Yeah. You got to move that body weight. (laughs) 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 All right, cool. Good talk. Purpose and efficiency. Hey, man, you never know what you're going to learn when you uh, listen to someone else. All right. So that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm on, I'm out. I'm bro and I'm out. I'm Jenna and I'm out. (laughs) See you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. What? Oh. Sorry, Steph. Bro's bougie. Not bougie. A little bit. I've watched it before. I've seen it. I can picture the exact moment. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, good. Sorry, I'll. I'll...
That's all right. Fuck it. Okay. Sorry, guys. And uh, at first, I didn't. I I thought the when the dude swung his the helmet, I thought he missed him. But because it's one of those new flex helmets, it like it you know deformed when it hit him in the head. And I was like, oh shit, he actually got hit. Good thing for this new helmet technology. Use. Work on the work on the the larger part of the pyramid yeah. before you start trying to do these. People look at that shiny object. Trying to do these tricks. Yep, that's what it is. It's a trick. Like you. Oh, Steph, that. put that in the out, in the outtakes. Of course, you're recording that, mother. Scrub. I don't want no scrub.